0: Real Life, Real Conversations, Motivational, Fitness, Self-Defense, Weight Loss, Live from The Great 1-8. This is Real Talk with Mark Cox.
1: There now we're on. Good morning. Well, it's a good afternoon for you. It's a good morning for me. You guys are out there in the East Coast, so it's uh it's noon time for you, right? It's yes. uh isn't that right? Yeah.
2: East yeah, Coast, East Coast, yes,
1: yes. There's things I love about the East Coast, and things I love about the West Coast. And uh, I love going to. I don't know if you guys know this, but I love going to Georgia. It's probably one of my favorite. Other states, it's a home away from home. I go there and, and train military, and uh, I got black belts out there quite often. Uh, so uh, I, I really enjoy going out there. But you asked, Emilio, if you can have it live on your side. I'm not sure how that works unless you just share that link and, and, and go that way. That's a good question. I don't really know the answer to that. Oh, she's got yeah. it. She's Bring it on there.
3: your phone and then share. Find Mark. Yeah. Find oh. it. Uh, oh, see? Yeah, see, that's
1: why. that's why you have her, bro. <laughs> I'm telling okay. you. Hey. Say, Mark, hey. Yeah. We're so blessed
2: so. nice to be here, brother. I'm excited. I'm, I've been on many podcasts, but this one, this is exciting, man. I mm-hmm. man, we're with Mark Cox, man. I know. I was excited
3: <laughs> well, about coming on. Yeah. The world you
1: know, I we'll we'll talk about that how surprising that is, but I'm going to introduce you both and then I'll I'll, I'll let you guys inter- you know, give a little bit more insight about what you guys do and then we'll talk about uh that real quick, all right? But yeah. this is a husband-wife power couple for sure. You know, uh, they they do life together. And and uh, Daniela and Emilio, well, I've gotten to know them now being part of their network as they help me kind of navigate through writing a book. And so with no further ado, I'm looking forward to this hour. This is going to be a this is going to be fun. We're going to get some questions answered for sure. All right. So with no further ado, if you guys want to each take a take a couple uh, seconds here and, and and tell everybody what you do.
3: Thank
1: you. Evan. So sure. Hi. Daniela, and thank, you, uh-huh. thank you,
3: Mark. Um, thank you for having us on here. It's an honor to be here. And yeah, well, like Mark said, we only got to know each other, I think, in the last couple months. And Mark, was mm-hmm. so excited for him. He's doing his book. And uh, that is through the Co Author Network, which is what my husband, Amila, and, and I do. We help people share their story with the world, whether it's in anthologies or their authority book. We've done a uh, Spiritual Fitness Survivor book series where we had, um, you know, first book 26 co-authors second 29 third 22 co-authors sharing their stories of survival and they all went bestseller on amazon and what it does is what we call you know sharing your story you having your own book or even an anthology it's a business card you know it is your business card for what you do and to you know get your story out there for for me getting my story out there was to help other people you know that that are in the same situations that i was um my background real quickly is with domestic violence so You know, sharing my story and encouraging other women to do the same was my mission. And now I have, you know, Behind Closed Doors, which I launched in January, went bestseller, which has women who have uh, overcome domestic violence. So pretty much, you know, like I said, the co-author network helps people share their story with the world. And now I'm on my own mission with women for
2: domestic violence.
1: That's awesome. Go ahead, Emilio.
2: Hey, you know what? Thank you very much again, Mark, for having us. I'll give you the Reader's Digest version because Daniela just shared exactly what we do. So I'm with my beautiful and supportive wife. We have a show Tuesday and Thursdays called the Co-Author Network Show. It's 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And Mark Cox has been on the show. And when Mark came on, it was awesome. We got a lot of great feedback from Mark. Uh, people who had introduced us, a gentleman named Jose Escobar. That's how the, the touch points happen. And again, it's been great. So I mean, I love what we do, helping others, authors, and especially entrepreneurs level up. And I have to say, I'm, I'm a United States Marine Corps veteran, URAF, myself. That's right. And That's I know right. Mark and I get along because he loves to work with veterans, and he has worked. With yeah. Veterans. So I salute you, brother.
1: Yeah, yeah. We definitely have. Yeah, we definitely have. Uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, I was with the police department for a while, but unfortunately, I never served. It's my biggest, uh, biggest regret. Jose just popped on. Um and uh and it was my biggest regret as a kid. I don't know. I people may not know this about me, but when I went, when I was 18, um I wanted to be a coast guard cuz I wanted to bust pot boats. I was in I don't know, I was at, I was at the I was at I always had this cop thing in me, right? But I was at the at the pier and I watched the coast guards coming in and they got these pot leaves all over there all over their ship. And I went over to one of the guys. I said, what's that mean? He goes, that's how I mean. Every time we bust somebody, we put, we spray paint a pot leaf on the, on the boat. I said, uh-huh. man, I want to do that. Okay. Uh-huh. I'll never forget it. Right. But you know, that coast guard, it was a little bit more than uh, going in the uh, army or something like that, that back then you can go to the army for two years and get all the benefits. Right. But right. I wanted that coast guard. And then, so I took the test and I didn't rank super high on it. And then the physical fitness side was even more stringent okay any the marines in the army are like come on in man we'll get you we got you but uh <laughs> i couldn't get it i could, so it just kind of took the whole it out of me and i just didn't get enough direction and in, in to do it but you know i got a good influence now uh with my expertise now to the military so it's been it's been a good thing so yeah, it's been great so we met so i want to tell everybody here well first thing danielle will you talk about your book real quick of uh, I, you know, I'm using your book now. I, we have a women's self-defense class coming up. I do these about quarterly. And I've got to speak to um, my brother, who's been a police officer. He was a pastor and uh, for, for many years at, at a church here in, in where I'm at. And then he has just become the CEO of uh, Zoe International, which is human trafficking. OK, and my brother helps with extractions and building a ho- a homing. This is a Christian organization and they've built something here in California. My brother's kind of the head of that. Right. So he still does vice work with LAPD, with human trafficking and stuff like that. But this is what he does. Now, the last time I went and talked to him, I, there's mostly women in here that works the homes. Right. You don't really have men that are involving in the women coming out of trafficking and they're going to get these women. And I am telling you, Daniel, having It's always an experience that females, when I teach them, I have to be very, you know, I have to be, you know, they're there to try and be empowered. At the same time, they've got so much trauma going on and tears streaming down their face when they're trying to hit. Or if you get on top of them a little bit and you're kind of breathing heavy and they just clam up and they can't get out of that zone and then and it's hard right it's hard for a man to you know i always have females in there to to help facilitate but now i got this book and somebody that i know personally that says hey you want to get out you want to break out it and we're and so i'm using that just so you know wow. your book on april 30. i just ordered it as a matter of fact and so uh it'll be something that i'll be able to pass on and i'll probably have another like a, a small a small thing with just you so Women have another woman to look at and say, Hey, you can be empowered. I can't tell you, I've had women laying on their head on my shoulders, weeping that they can't get past the, you know, and then to do violence on somebody is a whole nother level. Mm. For a female, they have to get out of their comfort zone and, and you know, and go and end up defending themselves out of a situation. And then all the trauma that comes, it's, it is a brutal thing every time I do a women's self defense class. Mm. So, you know, uh, so I thought that. You know, this is what your book is about, correct, that you that you started. Is that correct?
3: Yes. Um, thank you for that, Mark. I didn't realize that that you're going to use that. And uh, mm-hmm. or, and I would have sent you a signed copy. I didn't know that you ordered the book online, but I can yeah. still do that for you. <laughs> um, but yeah. thank you. And yeah, that that is what it is it's for to let women know um, that they don't have to stay stuck in these uh, kind of situations for years like I did or, you know, a lot of the women in this book did we want to reach uh younger women especially because uh, i was just speaking to a woman the other day and we agreed that 15 14 15 16 years old they're in these relationships already you know and and they think it's love and they think you know they, they, they don't know any better and reaching the younger women now will prevent having women like me who was 19 and 20 and stayed in for you know years suffering so to reach that that more, that you know age group it is my mission but also the women and it's funny you had said that what your brother does because when you get the book you're going to read chapter 1 Jennifer Vega who has chapter 1 she was involved in human trafficking she has an amazing story so there's there's a great story for you right there right off the bat um mm-hmm. about that and uh yeah that that's you know and I'm coming up with something that's going to be coming out soon um to help women even further that, that are in these situations
1: yeah see that's yeah, yeah that's awesome I, i've been yeah, I I got to be able to share that with you. I, see, if we were closer together, we would be uh, working out together and doing the seventy five hard thing together uh, for sure. Uh, but uh, uh, you know, that's yeah, I got that same freaking water bottle. I'd like to take that water bottle sometimes and throw it right across the friggin' room. I wish we could fill it up with uh, coffee, but that's just not the. If it was a gallon of coffee I can down all day,
2: before, yeah, It would be yeah,
1: right? uh, it be no problem. So. um so, Emilio, tell me. So, how? how t- let's talk about your. Um, well, you, we'll talk about your show first, right? So, I got, I got, uh, you guys had me on, yeah. you know, uh, and I had a very productive day that day because I had got up at four a.m. to do that show, oh, and where? I'm like, hey, well, I want to see what it's like to be Jocko for a day because Jocko. I don't know if you know him. Uh, have you ever been, have you ever listened to Jocko stuff? The Navy no. Seal. Jocko, are oh, you ever no. listened to Jocko Willink? Oh, you know I, you're missing I out. So
2: books. I got so many books, but you're saying I I, I got to get on that, there
1: Oh, you Jocko Willink is it, just his podcast and yeah. what he is, and he's right up your alley. He's a combat Navy SEAL. Okay, okay. And Jocko Willink is, and he's a big Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy. But his uh his book Extreme Ownership has ex- completely wow. changed me.
2: I got that book. I have the book.
1: Oh, yes. let me tell you something. Like
2: okay, <laughs> I haven't dived into it yet, but you're saying okay.
1: Yes, if you have not now, here is the thing about extreme ownership. When you read it, you'll read it. Then you got to listen to it because Jocko Mm -hmm. and his partner are the ones that 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 do it, and they're voicing and their stories of their military. Right. Oh man, it's gonna, it's it's yeah. Jocko's a he's a big thing. Like look at Jose, Jose talking shit.
0: Uh, (laughs) I'm like Jose
1: Escobar for a day. I'm up at four a.m. to win.
0: (laughs)
2: <laughs> you know what well, Mark so, so that, thank you for your first I pick up the book I got it it's one it's one of those things I'm going to read I believe that they now take that uh that leadership that they've learned in combat that's and they help entrepreneurs and corporations with that with, with their storyline I think that's it right
1: yes yeah yes okay. yeah uh, for sure if you have the book and you haven't it's a haven't. great 75 hard book it, it, you know you'll get it but one thing you'll you'll want to do i promise you you're gonna read it yeah. but then when you listen to it it's got a whole different meaning when you listen to the guys do it him and leaf uh his uh his 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 combat buddy are yeah. just phenomenal in that so well so so your TV show let's talk about how how long has that been around and yeah. what made you decide to host that
2: yeah thanks mark again man uh, we're, we're just honor, honor and blessed to be here with you i love the way you're running uh, your podcast and everything you're doing. And so Danielle and I, we have this idea. Um, I've been interviewing people throughout my life for many, many years, just in different things and capacities that I work for. So before I get there, um, I've done over 1200 interviews uh, in my lifetime on radio, CNN, not because I'm, I have this magic voice, but because of the people that I work for, they wanted a high energy person. And so, uh-huh. <laughs> so I, I was on radio and did some of that. and, Then I said, Facebook, this whole Facebook experience came out. I was doing Facebook when it was just me and and like, I'm building it up and I had nobody showed up. It was just me and Hey guys, come, come listen to me, (laughs) nothing. Then the opportunity came up and so now I get to the, the point where I did three years of Facebook and I called it a glorified Facebook. Then I started getting some traction when I came out in the Guinness book of World records. Uh, for, for being one of the most authors signing a book. That little thing got me now, people started coming on the Facebook Live. Then I discovered this whole live streaming thing, which now we have over 12 to, depending on the month, 15,000 viewerships via the E360 platform where we stream on Roku and everything else. We've been doing that successfully for about 13 months now.
1: 13 months. So, it's relatively a year, only a year or so in that you guys have decided to do that. And so this, so I see it that it goes out on Roku TV and stuff like that. Now you guys co this, right, Daniel, you guys both work this together. This is something that you guys co-host and, and, uh, and then, and share uh, to get, you know, to, you have guests come on and what is it focused for? So, you know, do you, is it when you highlight, like when you had me come on, and it was good because we get to get in front of a lot of people that you have made your network on. So it's awesome for us to do. Is it more of a networking thing or is it just something you had this idea? You're going to go with it. How, how did you two come up with that?
3: Um, yeah, so how it started, we would have you know guests that, like, like you said, through our network, just highlighting what they do. And then we had to get a little more focused so we now work exclusively with authors so we like to highlight authors entrepreneurs um you know like yourself so yeah that that's mainly what our focus is now is we'll highlight all and not just authors that we work with well we highlight authors in general you know just to get we we have their book we'll show their book i mean we have people that come on that just from being on for 20 minutes they sell out of their books like the, the one lady. Uh, she's part of our network. Uh, she had, she's like, I only have so many copies right here of my book. Whatever she told us later that morning, she's like, I sold them out, you know. So we, we just love like loving on people and highlighting our authors. So that's mainly what we're uh, who we you know highlight on our show.
1: So you've taken your co-author right, Amelia. You've done this co-author thing, and then you've this is kind of your platform now to help launch. Is that correct? Is that what I'm understanding?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't mind just to kind of add some more to what Daniela was saying. So we started doing the interviews on Facebook. Then we ended up um, highlighting because we we were doing, if you know my personality, I could be all over the place, right? So we we were doing spiritual fitness. We were doing fitness. We were doing everything. And then Daniela said we had to finally grab a, a niche. And we said, you know what? Authors need to be represented better because we've had some really bad experiences, Mark, We're spending money on people uh, to write our books, right? And then we're like, wait, and then we it just kind of came to us and we started experimenting with it. And we've got a lot of attention from entrepreneurs like yourself, who A, wrote a book or B, wanted to write a book. And so all of a sudden we started to work with them and we just fell in love with it because it was totally new to us, right? It's not like I have a degree in health and exercise science, I'm in, you know, I'm a former U.S. Marine. Well, we're not former. I'm, I'm a Marine, right? So right, yeah, man. I was Once a Marine. I was a Marine. Marine. You know, so like I love fitness, but this was a whole new challenge for me.
1: Yeah. So well, it was fun. It was definitely fun being on there, and then I got some good feedback on that. Um, uh, you know, people get to kind of know you. You know, they may know a little bit about you, but when you're uh, like interviewed a little bit, and then all of a sudden these little nuggets come out about life. And the book thing, even this podcast, so you know, I, you know, I think I've, I've shared this with you guys before. I just, I wanted to uh, have a legacy to leave with my kids. So if I, when I'm gone, they can go back, Hey, dad did this, or listen to this podcast dad did, or, and it's there, it's there forever. Right. <clears throat> and that's really kind of what it started as. And then I really enjoyed it. I really, you know, I enjoy uh, getting into other people's lives like this, and I don't know about you two. I don't, you guys tell me how you guys are. Because Emilio, you're, he's already is super animated, right? He's all <laughs> over the place, right? And you know how Jose is, right? He's a little more low-key, right? As a matter of fact, he's come out of his shell a little bit more. The more he's done this kind of stuff. When I first mm-hmm. did an interview with him, he was a little bit more low-key. And, you know, his voice is a little bit, you know, lower this way. And <laughs> good, good morning, good morning. You guys are. And you can't tell if he's joking or not, right? And so this is uh, – and he was a great personality. Right. He he did good. But he, and he's a master at uh, networking. Right. So this is
0: Absolutely. right.
1: So when I was so Amelia, so you're all, you know, super animated and stuff like that. And so is this uh, a, a yin and yang thing uh, that you guys have? <laughs> are, are you both kind of high, high energy that way? when you
2: guys so are ahead, working baby, together you started. that's a great i think you started some mark uh, uh, but we, we're going to tell you the truth right here in the mark cox podcast we're going to break it down go ahead baby, you started okay we fight yeah okay we fight and before every show but go ahead <laughs> Not every show.
3: <laughs> Not stop exaggerating yeah, every understand. other show <laughs> yeah. oh my god no you know what if you don't mind like a little backstory With Emilio and I, Um, we went to high school together many years ago, graduated in 1989 and went our separate ways. Right. We just, you know, didn't really even uh, communicate that much, even in school. Like we were in uh, one class together or whatever. But little secret, like I had a crush on him all through high school and he never knew it. But um, anyway, fast forward 28 years later, you know, he led his life. I led mine. And then what do you think brought us together? Social media. And we reconnected and had a conversation, and like they say, the rest is history. You know, like I had shared with him, you know, oh well, I had liked you in high school. You know, he's like, why didn't you tell me that? We could have had five grandbabies by now. And I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how these guys
2: are, right? Yeah.
3: So, but meeting him, I have to tell you, you know, I was married previously and like 22 years in a relationship, and complete opposite. You know, I meet. Emilio and I remember him in high school being you know always smiling and talking and all but like I said we didn't really hang out or anything so I wasn't really aware of you know really how he was and complete opposite of what I'm used to yeah like I'm more calm and you know like laid back and uh, I like to like observe things I'm not impulsive you know and then here's Emilio like yeah, let's do this let's do that okay oh my god let's go I'm like oh my god what's that you know (laughs) I'm like but it's great like obviously you know I'm with him if I didn't like him you know but it was, you know, an adjustment for me. But yeah, like you say the yin and yang, people say that all the time. Like we balance each other out because, you know, you can't like if I was like him, like like one of us be dead for sure. Like we, we <laughs> yeah. kill somebody's gonna kill somebody. You know, so but yeah, we balance each other out, you know, and sometimes, you know, his his personality is very strong, you know, and I'm more I'm a woman and I'm you know, we're emotional and, and whatever and I can be uh take his energy, I guess, as like uh aggressiveness sometimes or you know like big offensive like why are you yelling at me it's like i'm not yelling this is just the way i talk i'm like oh okay that's <laughs> not yelling okay
1: so <laughs> it's a good dude amelia's tell me that's not a good question from a female why are you yelling at me why is that yelling i don't you want me to yell i'm gonna yell but why am i yelling you yell all the time and that's my favorite one right all the time right so <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> not- yeah
3: so, so you he know, loves-, loves yelling
2: so you don't mind, right? So if you still so thank you, babe. I mean, and so just to add to what she's saying, if you don't mind, unless um, so what happens is because of my energy, just the way she said it, and and we're married, so I we there's this line that I cross all the time, Mark. Like she's my my wife, I love her, supportive, and she's my business partner. So like where where do I stop? I'm like, hey babe, listen, I I need this I need this shit now. I need it now. <laughs> And she's like, get it. why are you yelling at me? I said, babe, I'm not yelling. I'm just saying, we got a deadline on this shit, right? Uh, yeah. and all of a sudden, like sometimes she'll get it. But the majority of the time, Mark, she is, she'll stop. Give me this, the, 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 like the Hawaiians call it the stink eye. She'll give me like the stink eye. And, and I don't know, or the Italians call it the malorca. What do you call it? Maloic. <laughs> but man, this is the Roman household. This, <laughs> Are you watching? My I, I'm,
1: I'm laughing because it's in every household, just so you know. Okay.
3: Well,
1: yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I could give you a hundred stories, including myself. So believe it or not, I'm super like if I'm on, on air here or I'm in my element where I'm on the mat or you put me in front of a group of people, I'll be that. But on the same token, I'm not. The, I'm not. I think Emilio can walk the crowd and be, you know, the center of attention. When I'm in that after I'm done talking or whatever I'm doing or teaching and stuff, I kind of like to just kind of lay back and and stuff. So I'm ai uh, guess you call it an outrovert introvert. You know what I mean? It's really kind of like what I am. Mm. And um, I won't be walking around with like like Emilio, like bouncing off the walls. I can tell you that. <laughs> and, uh, well. and so uh, but if I'm breaking bricks or I'm talking to people or I'm I'm, I'm teaching something, I, I am definitely uh, in another in, in an, on another planet. So so I've watched you guys. Uh, When you guys come together uh, on the show and I was dying to ask this question because I already knew the answer to the question (laughs) of what um, of what that what that looks like. Right. Because but here's the thing. Right. Still together. Doing business. Yeah. Living in the same house. Mm -hmm. And then wham. Here comes 75 hard
2: oh oh god
1: <laughs> and I knew okay so when this could,
3: <laughs> Mark is loving this
1: <laughs> this is this is awesome right this is so uh you know we I'm telling you the uh, I've got the other marine I know he's listening right now too right with his wife and stuff and they are cracking up because they are they have got the same exact household <laughs> okay and so I said uh so we get to 75 hard. I remember when Jose first did it, right? Because I did this a, a couple years ago when I first did it. And my first go around, I, I made it out. I Man, I got a big tattoo on my back that says seventy-five hard. Mm-hmm. Um I, that the second time I did it, I, I put a tattoo on myself, right? And so um and then Jose did it and then he launched this little uh kind of this 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 group, right? 75 Hard, right? It seems kind of easy when you kind of first look at it, right? Five things doesn't seem that difficult how hard can it be and then i failed twice too i failed once because i fell asleep reading a book and i didn't finish my 10 pages
0: Mm -hmm.
1: right i'm in bed i wake up the next morning and my book's next to me and i'm like oh man are you kidding me something like day 37 and i'm i i'm like oh. and so i changed right i've changed habits every time i've done it you know Uh, Before, it was the water on the first go-around, but I learned that before I leave the house, I'm close to a liter of water before I leave the house. I wake up to 16 ounces of water every day now. That's how I start my day. Before coffee, before anything, 16 ounces of water, I know that I have started that water intake because I hate the water intake, just so you know. And then reading the books, you know, and once I, I did the Bible, so I did Proverbs is what I kind of focused in on on my reading and then uh and then taking the picture every day diet and i'm not sure you guys know you guys probably seen some past pictures of me but you know i have lost probably I, i'm in the in the realm of 117 pounds maybe total loss so weight loss so far and uh you can see some of those uh pictures of me because I, I had a health scare and then so i did the 75 hard and now I don't know. Now you guys have been in it, right? So everybody's gung-ho for you, right? Everybody's the first week everybody's like, "Yeah, we got you." About day 14, people are like, "Oh, are you still doing that?"
0: <laughs> right? Care. This is what happens,
1: right? They have no they don't care nothing about what we're doing anymore. <laughs> now it's kind of in then day 20 starts hitting. And you got people that have fallen out now. Then day 50 hits and absolutely nobody cares about what you're doing. Okay. This is you and you. Okay. You're either doing this to make a a difference for yourself or you're not. So, first of all, did uh, we're going to talk about you tapping out, Amelia, in just a second? But uh, uh, we're going to talk about did you guys start it because Jose had a group or when you first started, you say, okay, this is the trend. I'm just going to kind of jump on the bandwagon. Did you have a real why or did you not?
3: actually i started it um i mean i suggested doing it i um saw jose and then i really like i was just i was watching jose for for a while and i'm just like then finally i'm like well let me ask him what this is all about so i private message and i said jose what is you know is this for women that's what i asked him because i was like is this just for men and he's like no you could you know women can do it then he gave me the whole breakdown of it and i said he goes so you in you know jose He's like, that second I asked, hey, I'm just asking a question, <laughs> you know, so so then it only took me like a couple of days, and I said, you know what, because I've always been into fitness, I eat healthy, I don't drink alcohol, I'm like, you know what, half of that stuff I already do, you know, I mean, I right. wasn't doing two forty-five 45-minute workouts a day, but, um, so I'm like, you know what, I mean, I need to be more disciplined, because I would work out like, eh, when the mood struck me, or, you know, I wasn't regimented so I'm like this is what I need right now so it was a godsend really I was like you know you go to gym when you feel like it you do whatever so this is like something I was like I, I'm going to commit to it so I I did I was like I told Emilia I said I'm doing Jose 75 hour. I'm just going to jump on it and then he thought about it a couple of days it took him a few days and then he was like all right I'm in and I'm like all right I said whether you're in or not I'm in like I'm doing this you know so that, that's why and I did it like I said I needed the discipline and the commitment and. The mental toughness, like the book, you know, uh, explains in the book. I've read the whole book already, you know, and, and I loved it. So, yeah, that, that's my why.
1: Yeah. It, well, people think it's a physical fitness thing. It's not. No. So, Emilio, not. so I'm listening to you. Did you take a couple days and go, okay, I'm, I'm committed to doing this or I'm doing it because my wife's doing it. She ain't doing something I'm doing.
2: Right. <laughs> so, so Daniela just quickly threw me like, oh, he said I'm in. Oh, hell no. That's not how I I said it took a few days, right. yeah. So, but she was, you know, being really enticing. Hey, babe, you know, I'm doing 75 hard. I hope you do it. And then I'm like, yeah, good luck with that. You know, I'm doing some other <laughs> stuff. And she keep, kept bringing it in and sneaking it up. And I looked at it. And I was like, oh, hell no. 75 days without liquor? Uh, and she and I already have issues about me drinking anyway. Yeah, so, you're I, saying. so I'm thinking that's her that's her hidden agenda, right, Mark? She's like, yeah, I'm drinking for 75 days. I'm good. (laughs) So so the Reader's Digest version is that I started looking at, of course, Jose being the the consummate leader. And and I started looking into it. I'm like, wow. I mean, I, I work out already, but not to the degree that he was working out. And I certainly wasn't disciplined with the nutrition, even though Daniela makes great food. So I was like, so I did it because I saw what was going on, but mainly my wife, right? So I, we're going to come back to that if you give me a chance. But, you know, I did it because my wife, I figured happy wife, happy life. And I had nothing to lose.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I saw when you guys jumped on and I was like, I, I knew when I did it. A couple of people joined me because, uh, um, just because I'm doing it and they saw me succeed with it. Right. And then, then I had a couple people jump on with me and we had a good successful run with some people underneath me right through the school. And then, you know, w- what's weird for me after 75 hard, well, here's the thing. I don't drink hardly at all anyway. Right. So, but then when I gave up the, you know, I haven't had a drink ever since I did it almost three years ago. Anyway, oh, wow. I haven't even had one, not, you know, it's just something that's gone to the wayside. I live the keto lifestyle anyway. That's how I am. I'm in ketosis. I check my ketones on a daily. So, and you can't cheat on ketosis. Either you're in or you're not. And if, you, if you're if you eating too many carbs, you're not in ketosis. And I check that blood wise every day. Oh. And so, I could deal with those two things. And the double workouts, I really like. But I'm going to tell you, as I've gotten older, I, you know, I'm kind of an older dude now. So, and I push, man. I push heavy weights. And for 61, I'm still a pretty strong dude. You know what I mean? I, I, you know. And then I grapple with these kids that are half my age for indoor workouts, and it's, it's, it's. I, I am sore every friggin' day on 75 hard. I know everybody sees the Facebook lifestyle, and they'll see me in my uh, outdoors in my weight room outside, and I'm pushing, and I'm trying to push. A lot of times I go live to push everybody else is to push myself, just so you know, right? I'm like, okay, I'm going to hold myself accountable. I'm going to put myself on on video here. I'm going to put myself on blast because I almost uh, gave in. when that's One day I was super sick. My head was so pounding. I couldn't even walk around the block. It hurt so bad. So I went in the gym, and I did the most wussy ass workout I've ever done in my life, right? (laughs) A a shoulder workout with 10-pound weights and – this and just trying to get through the the agony of my head pounding and uh so i did all that but here's what i learned you guys can tell me what you learned i want to talk about what happened with you on on that is i have got so fed up with people's excuses after i did 75 hard i just don't want to hear it anymore because people will you know you're either going to do it or you're not. You know what I mean? And shut up and either either have some ownership in it uh, and say what it is. Okay? I bitched out. I ain't doing it. <laughs> That's right. You know, just I have more respect for you when you're like that. You're like, a, oh, and hey, uh, 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 I, 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 listen, I don't care, man. I, the biggest things I like to take from it, because you guys got that snow. I've always wanted to do 75 hard in that weather because you're out doing something. That the majority of people are not doing. Mm. So I did it in the heat of Georgia's heat, but it's not the same as the snow. I'd rather work out in the heat anyway. I can get the humidity and all that. I liked all that. So, uh, but uh, this is where I came up with everybody making excuses. I just don't want to hear it. You know, that's probably why you guys saw when I did my own cover and stuff like that, I wasn't really clear on what the instructions were. So I'm like, I got hell with it. I'll just do it myself. And uh, um, so uh, that's what I did. And then we're in this group together, and Amelia one day puts up there. I tap out just like that. It's not like nothing. It's just like I'm off. I'm done. I'm like, man, we don't tap out, bro. You snapped my freaking arm before I tap out. What are you talking about? Tap out, right? I was like, tap out. What? What? And I said to myself, he got an argument with his wife. Oh, I, I knew it. I said. They're doing this thing in the household together. Something has come up, and he's just yeah. like, Yeah, you do it then. Whatever. <laughs> okay. I just, I knew it in my heart. I said, I know that's what he did. He, he, he let his bitch voice get out because he's got all mad at his wife. You've marked my words. And sure enough, mm. is that what happened, Emilio?
2: Hey, man. You called it spot on, man. You, yeah, that was spot on. And again, that's why I prefaced it by saying good luck with that when she first got all excited about it. But then I I knew that I needed it, you know, because it just, you know, but you're right. And that's what I'm, That's anybody out there watching this, you're working with your wife, your spouse, your significant other, you know how challenging it can be. You know, you obviously love each other, but when you've got to work with each other on a professional level all day, and then now to add on 75 (laughs) hard, man. You gotta either be loving each other to death do us apart or you gotta be crazy. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, man. So,
1: uh, so I, I knew that I knew that going in and I I I remember calling Jose about it and I'm like, what the heck, man? And uh uh, you know, and I tell everybody that says that every anybody that does it, I said there's there's I'm gonna give you one sentence and you listen to me well if you're gonna do seventy five hard. Put your goal ahead of your mood because if like you that. don't that if that is not in your mindset you are going to lose this game this this mind game that you're going through so you have to put your goal ahead of your mood and mm-hmm. if you don't you're going to lose and uh every time that you oh. feel you want to 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 not to not do it it's so easy to not do things oh, yeah. it's so hard to follow through I and that. and so I, you know, this is some of the, the changing that, that happened. And so when I knew that you guys were doing it together, cause we have people doing it together here. And mm-hmm. I mean, it is a, it is a shit talk machine over here when everybody here is doing it in the studio.
0: yeah
1: Oh, Oh, are you wimping? You couldn't quit here. Cause if you do, you'd be so bow breeded into quitting. Mm-hmm. You would be just a loser. Right. <laughs> uh, and and so we, this is why this show is called real talk. Cause this is behind the scene, That's not right. Facebook, Instagram life.
0: Okay. You,
1: uh, you know, I know what this entails. I know working together, what it entails. And I know what it entails to be an entrepreneur. It is a day-to-day grind. And, uh, you know, that young kid that you're, that you guys are working with, um, uh, Gio, Gio. you know, He's a young, young buck, right? He's a young dude. Mm-hmm. I've thought about reaching out to him because I, I can see he suffers a little bit because he's youth. His, his, yeah. I see that he's, the pressure has kind of come on him. He, doesn't, he hasn't been screwed over enough in life to not give a rat's ass about nothing. You know what I mean? That's why old men and old women are like, I don't care what you have to say. You're yeah. not going to rile me. You know what I mean? And so I feel for him. I saw him a little bit on there, and I'm like, man, I like that kid. And I said, he's just a young buck and, you know, he'll learn.
0: Yeah.
1: He'll learn. He's going to learn quick. boy. I'll yeah. tell you, you know, getting thrown into that world. So, so Danielle, now, did you be honest now and make him feel guilty after he tapped out? Because I know he got a lot of grief for doing that. I know he did because I'm like, Mm-mm. don't get out here saying I'm Marine, gung ho, boho, and then you tap out because <laughs> that ain't going to be flying. It's not like I'm sick and you know or anything like that that's not what it was so how did you deal with that after you did it
3: honestly mark no i'm not like that that sounds like something somebody but i'm not like that like i don't make people feel bad for doing you know or not doing something i didn't throw it in his face i didn't i didn't say anything i just i'm the type i will sit back and let somebody do what they need to do until they realize what they need to do You know what i mean or what's best for them like i'm not that type of like you better do this you know i didn't even like i said when i first i said i'm doing it whether you do it or not that's up to you you know and and i'm also the type like you said i like that comment um you know put your goal ahead of your mood and and that's that's pretty much how i i live my life you know what i mean i don't let things affect me like i could i was in the same argument but I didn't, and I'm not trying to say like, yeah, I didn't tap out, you know what I mean? But, because uh, I won't, I will not, and that, and that's not to make him feel bad, but it's just, you know, I have a different kind of way, I think, and I uh, I grew up with, my dad is like, no excuses, my dad is a no excuses type of guy, I don't care what, you know, so I don't let what's going on, like, you know, in my personal everywhere affect, like, what I got to do is what I got to do, whether it's business, whether it's family, what you know, so, no, I, I didn't make him feel bad, I just... That back, and I was like, okay, he's either gonna come back or he's not, and that's up that's to That's
1: okay, Daniel. We made him feel real bad. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: know
1: we gave zero F's about making him feel bad. All right. Okay, that and uh so what so what happens? So Amilo, tell me your mindset after that went down. What happened there?
2: Okay. Sure, no, thanks, Mark. So yeah, so exactly the way uh, that Danielle described it, right? So she is more reserved. She's like, you know, she gave me that look, I can tell it was that look of disappointment. Right. She looked at right. me. I mean, mm-hmm. but again, because somehow I don't even you know how these things work. You don't even know who who or what created the argument. I just thought I was in an argument. And all of a sudden, I was like, Look, look, I'm I'm dealing with, with this shit. I'm dealing with, with this. I said, I'm out. Right. So I I my personality is such that I, I wear my heart on my sleeve. And this is where Daniela comes in, and she's really smart at doing this. She knows me well enough that if she just gives me enough room to hang myself, she'll know. She knows I recognize the follies of my (laughs) ways. So she gave me the, she kind of gave me the silent treatment and let me stew in my own ish. And then, then of course, immediately, I got the call from Jose and giving me the whole leadership talk. Like, hey, man, people are watching you. You know what's going on. And I told him, I said, I'll be honest with you. I said, I didn't want to do this to begin with. I, I did it, uh, and I'm being honest, exactly what I told him. I said, look, I think it was selfish of me, but I did it because I want to piss my wife off because she pissed me off. And, and, and it was just a real, right, real talk on your show. That's right. A real conversation, and then Jose brought it back home, and then I told Jose, I said, look, I don't feel good about it. I said, obviously, it's my wife. I love her, but I don't know what I was thinking. I said, but I just thought by just saying publicly, I'm tapping out. I was pissing her off, but I made myself look like an ass. Didn't piss me off. <laughs> Real talk. Didn't spite That's me. It.
1: That's it. Listen. And hey, listen. The reason I bring it up to you, first of all, the reason I, I bring it up to you, because I know that you have enough extreme ownership to share it. Because believe it or not, everybody's listening to this or will listen to it. Okay? They're going to go, I know exactly how that feels. I have been down that road. So I guess I'm not the only one that have been down these roads. However that looks in, in working together as a business or, or this, because if you can't laugh about it, you can't, you know what I mean? You can't, you're not going to, it is what it is. And so, and it's funny because I, you know, you know, I, I'm a, I raised my kids. I'm a single dad. I don't know if you guys knew that about me, but I I was a single dad that raised my kids. Right. And I had four kids and I had one adopted kid that is now older in Idaho. Right. With the martial arts school. And so, and I raised them all. And it's not till later in life that uh, you know, as you have adult kids, you realize the sacrifice that it is, and it still sucks today, you know, on on certain things that happen, but when uh when real life hits you and you have a uh Facebook life and uh Instagram life and a TikTok life, you don't have real life. And then people don't talk about it, right? They just like yeah. um you know. You, you, I could be in the gym like this, right? And then two minutes later, I could be wanting to kill somebody uh, for speeding down the street. You know what I mean? Uh, and then exercising my self-control like I, like I need to. So that's just some real stuff that, it, you know, 75 hard brings that out in you too, okay? Because you're frustrated and you don't want to follow something. And maybe you didn't have the commitment you have. But isn't that life in it? whatever we do, correct, uh, on how we do it?
2: Mark, Mark. Yeah. So, how you on do one mind. thing
3: is how you do everything
2: yeah mark and you, you said something thank you for sharing that mark and uh, Danielle and I, I, I could you just share what happened uh, we were having coffee we went for a walk 75 hard we were doing our second workout we went to the starbucks and some local teenagers with their bikes and like what happened
3: yeah we were sitting there out front of starbucks the other night and um finished our workout and having tea and these kids there, there's like this whole gang of you know young kids that ride their bikes in this area in that particular area and they just all came at one time like four or five of them and threw their bikes down like in the middle of the sidewalk blocked everything where like people that would be walking can walk so right away Emilio of course was like hey you know are you serious are you really going to leave your bikes there and nobody you know and these are like 13 14 15 year old kids right and he but you know it was rude what they did you know but, you know, he started yelling at them. And then right away, they did move it. Like, they moved the bikes right away. And the kid was like, sorry, you know. But, but yeah, you can, you know. I don't know. What, what was your point
2: here? Yeah, so the point was, like Mark was saying, that you're, you're coming out the gym. You're kind of centered. And uh-huh. then you see somebody down the street. And, and you you get fired up, right? Yeah, so, you do. Well, mm-hmm. so here we were. We were having coffee. And we are talking about what's going on. And Daniela, while she said they were teens, they were the same kids that were up and down yelling F words to some people, oh, like, yeah, two minutes yeah. later, like, I mean, like, they were talking, and then they came in, and it was just like, I didn't understand it, they literally came in and threw their bikes on the ground, they were walking in Starbucks, and then I, I, I started to say, are you effing kidding me right now? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, are you kidding me, you're gonna leave it there, and then they looked at me, the one guy almost wanted to come up to me, and then they turned around, picked the bikes up, and moved them right where they, they should have, and then the one guy said, oh, sorry, sir, mm-hmm. you know, I said, and then, so... I went from that guy. I said, thank you for doing that. I really appreciate it. You know what I mean? It was like me trying to be this tough dude. It was like what you're saying. You raise kids, right? And somebody had to tell them right from wrong because if you let that behavior as an adult, if you let that behavior go by, it's your responsibility, I feel, as an adult to provide some guidance and direction.
1: Yeah, I agree. And that's the, uh, you know, that's the, that's the, uh, The mental mindset, you know, because I see you guys doing your thing together a little bit on on 75 Hard where you get to get to walk. Now, the girl I've been with now for the past 20 years now, you know, uh, we uh, we don't live in the same house. so We don't live together. It's probably why we lasted so long. Um, (laughs) The, uh, uh, you know, she being able to kind of share these things uh, with each other as you're as you're going on and and doing a walk. It's just been great, you know, and. And I I don't know. I've been I've been enjoy watching that. And now the other thing now, Emilio, I want to hit on what happened to you a year ago. I did not realize until you brought it up in your memory that one year ago today. I mean, you you were you were suffering to be able to breathe uh, uh, from from covid. And, you know, covid really took a hit uh, to uh, martial arts school owners for sure. Right. Right. Um, And. You know, I caught the COVID thing in December, but whatever they call the Omicron, what, whatever, whatever it is today, you know, Megatron, whatever. Uh, so, you know, it's going to be a different name, in it, but it didn't really affect me that much. I was down for three days and it wasn't really, I wasn't wheezing. All my kids got it too. And, you know, we were just kind of, my sickness I had last week was worse than COVID. I can tell you that my head pounding Mm -hmm. like it was, was Mm -hmm. worse than COVID. Hopefully it's not from a vaccine. I don't really know because I don't get sick. So it's kind of an unusual thing for me anyway. So let's talk about what, when you got it last year, April, you had to go to the hospital and everything. Is that correct? Yeah.
2: Yeah, Thank you, Mark. Yeah. Yeah. uh, uh, The reader's digest version, as I like to say is I'm already challenged with asthma. I, I, something happened when I was in the military where, I developed what they call adult onset asthma. Like never had it as a child, but mm-hmm. because of my travel overseas and training in the sand, the desert, apparently that's I developed it. And then it just started getting worse around the winter times, right? So around the winter times, that kind of compounded into what? What's the word? I always screw it up. A pneumonia. Pneumonia. See,
3: yeah.
2: Right. So I started. I get those once a year. They sit me out. They literally sit me out where I need. Now I have to use the the whole uh, what you call it baby the oxygen uh,
3: the nebulizer the nebulizer right so I have
2: the nebulizer so anyway here comes COVID I get it and I thought I was going through a regular annual oh here's my pneumonia that's all that was and all of a sudden I couldn't breathe and I, I swear I felt like a fish out of water Mark
0: mm-hmm. all of a
2: sudden babe you can tell them because you remember more about it because I'm still suffering Mark from the consequences of COVID. I, I have consequences from mm. COVID. My, my memory and stuff are, are kind of off at times. Right? You go ahead, man. you don't mind.
3: Yeah, so it started like around March 9th last year, actually. I remember it was March 9th. I came back from my parents, and he was like, cold symptoms and, and whatever, and we just thought it was it was that. So then like, a couple of days went by, he's getting worse, and then I remember the day I felt I was like, I'm not feeling right. So Because, long story short, sure, we had COVID at the same time. Obviously, his was worse. So anyway, took him to the VA hospital. They did chest x-ray, COVID test. They're like, yep, you have COVID. Mm-hmm. Sent him home with, uh, I think, antibiotic or something. But his cough was, I mean, when I tell you, Mark, oh, my God, I didn't sleep. I don't sleep well anyway, but I got not sleep. The cough was like, it, it would make me jump how hard his mm-hmm. cough was. And I'm like, oh, my God, you need to go back to the hospital. And stubborn him, you know, didn't want to go. So anyway, we wait, we were living in Atlantic City at that time, went to that hospital, Stayed, he stayed i think two days you know and on the the oxygen not the ventilator didn't do that um the oxygen they you know told him how you know he needed to stay checked himself out third day big mistake comes home and of- only got worse obviously i think it took two days or so i'm like you got to go back took him back and then i obviously because i had COVID, i would even with COVID times you can't go in and stay anyway but i just had to drop him off leave go home and he FaceTimed me with the ER doctor, and at this point, I mean, he was there 30 minutes. They had done chest x-rays and blood work and had him on the oxygen. They did all, everything, and they said, number one, his lungs were black. The, the doctor's like, his lungs are black. And he goes, you know, Mr. Roman, on a scale of 1 to 10, uh, at being at this door, your husband is a 7 right now. And I'm like... <sighs> Had he not oh, gone, I mean, just imagine, right? And then ten plus days, he was in there with, you know, he can tell you the experience of being poked and prodded and this and that. Oh, yeah, it was, it was, it was scary.
1: So you got through that though, um, but you still feel like you have effects of that today. I mean, it's pretty amazing that that was just a year ago. You know, when you know when your memory pops up and then you see, uh, you know, what that, what that entails, and your wife didn't get it as bad as you then, correct?
2: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah, no. That's a
1: nasty thing about that that virus is that you just don't know who it's going to affect and how it's going to affect. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then, then, you know, is there any drawbacks from us? You know, it's such a a, a hot topic. You know, is there any drawbacks from doing the vaccine or whatever? I, I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's a hard it's it's a hard it's a hard thing to even think about. Well,
3: with him sure. having asthma, is what obviously intensified his COVID because any kind of breathing, you know, underlying breathing issues. COVID is like 10 X, you
0: know? Yeah. Mark, yeah. if
2: you don't mind, i like to, did they like to speak on this? Talk about the backs uh, real quickly, cause I, I don't know how much time we have, but uh, I don't know if you can see my scar on my face. Mm-hmm. I, I, sometimes you can see it, but uh, babe, how was it? Was it?
3: That was like, after? that was July. He got out, you got out of the hospital April 1st. It was on the oxygen for a few more weeks and then kind of getting back to normal. And then July comes, and he gets this cough real bad again, so bad, Mark. Oh my God! I was actually sleeping, and I thought I was dreaming. I'm like, did I just hear a bang? And I got up. He was face down on the floor, coughed so hard that what we found out after, what the doctor told us was that you know he just it, no oxygen to the brain made him just pass out. So he I, I didn't know what happened. I got up, and looked back, he's doing on the floor. Well, and i wouldn't realize they got him up got to the bathroom he's full of blood his face and i'm like of course took him right to the er they did all tests or whatever and it was like i believe like you know the residual like he was still getting that from from having COVID. you know the mm. bad cough and the asthma and then i think you, didn't you cr- break your nose yeah. or fractured yeah. your nose and yeah. oh my god it was like it was terrible yeah
0: yeah, yeah.
1: so Did, so did, did you, were you vaxxed before this or not? Did it, did did it didn't even help you?
3: No, No, he wasn't
2: vaccinated. No, No, we weren't vaccinated. And we Uh struggled with that, Mark. Like, like many people, I didn't want to freaking get vaccinated. uh, Because in the military, because of my experience with the military. Yep. Yep. I've had every vaccination in the planet. That's correct. I was done. I was like, F this, man. You out your mind. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, because. But yeah, so the short of it is, this is when I got vaccinated. It wasn't even for my own health at the time, because I, I still have my own issues with that. um. But it was because it affected my business. Because I travel, and everywhere we went, uh, everywhere yeah. we went, that was like, you can't travel without the vaccination. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me, dude? So I got it because of that. um, Because I had already gone through just, you know, everybody has their opinion on it, right? But, right, um,
1: yeah, they do.
2: I, I finally just, I did it. And we did the one, the two, and then, as we already know, now you're supposed to do, like, 100 more of these things. No, I'm not doing
1: anything. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, well, listen, to my opinion is, once you had it, you know, they were going to try and get my, my son to uh, do a booster in, in college. Say, you can't go to college class if you don't do the booster. And I said, no. Luckily, that went away because mm-hmm. I told my son, I said, you're not doing a booster. There's not, enough, there's not enough on this that I want you to do a booster shot. You mm-hmm. you've you did the vaccination. You've already had COVID. It's better than 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 the vaccination anyway. Your body's already fought yeah. at one time. So I, I'm good. not I'm not up for it. So and I mean, that's up for debate, right? We, we, we can we can live and die in a vine and then uh, lose friendships over uh, a, a thing like I'm for it. or I'm not for it. Yeah. And that's the beauty of America. If you want to do it, great. If you don't, that's hey, I love you still. And and that's that's great. If you want to do it, great. I love you still. If you want to have a gun, great. I still love you. I love you more <laughs> if you have a gun. But if you don't want to have one, <laughs> I still love you. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so, mic drop. Uh, <laughs> mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: and so, uh, so you know, we're kind of wiping down. But I, let's—I want to talk about the co-author as we end out this stuff. What you guys really do to help people out and why? So we got on this. It was—it's an interesting thing. What Jose ended up putting together this uh, connected leadership thing, right? and um and then you guys also have a uh you, you know a subscription based right. uh network right right and i don't know if this is something that that came about because of covid or is this something you guys have had for a while um uh and and navigating that cuz that's a whole business in itself right having a right. And it's not easy. Everybody thinks, oh, you have a membership based thing. I mean, you got to you know, you got to work your business or the business ain't going to work. I mean, that's just the way it goes. But, um, you know, for sure. But when you guys when I got to connected leadership, I had told Jose. I said, I've always wanted to write a book, man. I just didn't think I could do it. You know what I mean? I, you know, I'm not you know, I'm I'm not a call. I had some college, you know, I was a, I took a GED. And I remember taking the GED out of high school because I I was graduating about right 1979, 1980, I think it was, is my graduation time. I ended up in a continuation school because I had my jaw broken in high school. And uh, that's a whole nother story. Uh, But when I it was so easy and then I took the GED, and I'm like, "Wow, this test is how you get out of high school." Man, I could have taken this two years ago and we got done with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and yeah, uh, I guess I just bored with it. And then I I tried college. I hated college. I couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand the professors. And and even back then, I just it just wasn't for me. I've always been an entrepreneur ever since I was a little kid. You know, I, I'd have seven eight lawns that I used to mow. I'd go right down it on on Tuesdays was my mowing day and then i would go down that street on wednesdays is the other street and i had i don't know seven eight clients that would pay me and i made money as a little kid you know it's eight eight, nine ten years old mowing everybody's lawn and uh i had a paper route back when i was a kid and uh, i tried to sell things door to door these air freshener things and because you're a kid you know people buy it from you because you're a kid (laughs) and so i just, just always did that kind of stuff and then the book came along and i'm like and when I first met you, you know, and I decided to jump on and pay the money for it. Right. And I'm like, I, I want to do this. And I called Jose back and I asked about you <laughs> again. I said, Hey, I want to have a real conversation about Emilio. Um, I said, I- I've done, I-, I said, I've jumped on this thing. I want to know your, I, I want to know your opinion and to see if it aligns with what I'm doing. Cause I just didn't, and didn't know you enough, right?
2: Right, right, sure. And
1: I said, what caught me and what made me go is because you're in the military. Okay? Uh, that, that is something that I'm like, you know, I just don't meet very many uh, guys in the Marine Corps that don't say and do what they say they're going to do. And then after talking to him, you know, I, it was, I said, okay, I'm going to jump on this with him. And then you kind of helped ease it. This is what this co-author network does is if you have, you know, you said it before the, the early part of the, the podcast, the show is what, you know, this is kind of your business card and that's how you spoke to me about it. So, you know, why don't you, you both, you guys can both kind of chime in on what when you got people that don't have writing experience and stuff like that, is this something that you can take them to the, to where they need to be? Is that yeah. correct?
2: No, amen, Mark. And again, we're we're so blessed uh, that you took us up on our offer. You trusted us in us. We thank you. By the way, if anyone here is listening and there is an interest about reaching out to us, given the time frame we have, please make sure that you mention Mark Cox and we'll take care of you because that's what happened with Mark. We were introduced via Jose Escobar and anyone who comes through uh, a friend or or, or a mutual, um, we take care of you. Okay. So I just want to preface that. And now what was the answer to
1: the question? <laughs> I well, uh, just just kind of like how you how you take somebody because, yeah, it's almost like martial arts lessons. I'm going to tell you, too. Right. It takes a lot of courage for an adult, especially to step into a martial arts world, to put a white belt on and they could be the top of their field in what they do. And they have to humiliate themselves down to putting on a test, And then I have to spoon feed them and say, hey. Hey man, don't worry about this, man. You you've got this, and 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 we're going to take you baby steps. And by the time you're done, you're going to be able to choke some fool out, no problem, <laughs> right? And so uh, this is, and so I think you've done the same thing with 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 writing a book, correct?
2: Yeah. No, thank you, Mark. And and, and so this is what happened. So I'm going to give people the reader's digest version. How we got started real quickly was we wrote chapters in book, which is known as an anthology or co-authorship. So, for example. The handbook to entrepreneur, how to win in any market, a joint venture by 21 leading experts. I am in here with doctors, entrepreneurs, millionaires from all over the world, right? So I got chosen to be in this book. I paid lots of money to be in this book and that got me exposure and it helped my brand. So that's why I did it. But I did it as several other books, right? Uh, Jose and I are in these books and I'm I'm getting to a point with this these are called anthologies co-authorships jose and i are in these what happens is you get into these books and then they nickel and dime you okay not every book there but i found out that oh well you come in for this price but then if you know this is going to cost you editing is going to cost you extra all this and that's when we started to call author the network we said you know what we want to really don't want people to experience that let's just charge whatever 5K, 10K, whatever these prices are, right? Whatever it is, 2K, 3K, we charge and everything is included. Pretty much everything is included if someone has an interest to write their book. Now, the ghostwriting, full disclosure, that's always extra because when a a ghostwriter means pretty much somebody else is going to write it for you, even though it is your voice and your tongue. But for the most part, if you have someone who can write decent, we'll help you out. So does that make sense, Mark, that yeah, that's what we
1: do? Yeah, well, I think that's important, uh, Jose, because I think everybody has a book in them, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I told you this, I, this analogy before that, you know, I, I take it to that of preparing for a five-minute fight in a ring, right, and the amount of hours and lifetime that you go through for that one minute, that five minutes of life, and then all of a sudden when you look back on life, your life is a five-minute round. That's how fast it went by, right? And, you know, I I I'd, I'd heard that analogy through, um, believe it or not, a rodeo. Right? They they talked about life being like an eight-second. It takes you a lifetime to get to those eight seconds, and then it's a, it, those eight seconds are a lifetime,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: And that was the analogy I heard, and I was like, same thing in the fight, right?
0: Amen.
1: And uh, I said, how do you how do you have have something of of all this stuff because when you're in the middle of it and you have a lot of authors now, I don't know if this is true for them or not true. When, when you, you, you guys have experienced a lot of people that have these stories, right? And then you come up and you have all this life behind you and you're like, how do you put it down? How do you, how do you, you look back when you're in the fight, you don't look on the outside of what you built because you're inside fighting and grinding and then when you step outside and you say, "Oh man, uh, this is what uh, I've built. My, my team and I have built this. And how do we share it? Right?" And because I, I think of several people. Um, I, the, I, I, if you go back and listen to my last podcast with Ryan Davis, uh, he's a he was a, he's an Army Ranger, a three three amputee. I don't know if you heard his podcast or not. I'm telling you, you need to do it. it. Okay, yeah, his Ryan Davis. I am telling you, if there's anybody that has a book in him, and he's gifted as far as his his speaking goes, he's personable and he's like just I don't know, man. You got three limbs, you got you got the shit blown up out of you, and uh, we're in there on the ground with you, teaching you how to do jujitsu, and and it's helping you develop muscles to help you as an amputee. And then to talk to him about being a warrior, a vet. Now, listen, this is where our, my heart is for these guys, right? Because I was in this boat when I I had blood clots, and then I, I almost died. And, they, and then I'm like, I lose my warriorship because I can't spar anymore. I can't fight with the gloves on. But jiu-jitsu comes along, and it allowed me a purpose again, right? And these are books, man this is life man yeah. and uh you know it's uh it's not just uh, this thing I, I think that Ryan has this great book my my guy out there that uh, owns a school Carson Fortner this guy is the a autistic kid whisperer he is so gifted with those uh, disadvantaged kids and what he does his heart and his, how he is that he's got he's got his own little thing called special kicks and I believe special kicks can be nothing but what we've done for kids with several palsy or whatever. And to see them in a martial arts realm where they are so happy, and you got everybody around you bitching and moaning why they can't train, mm. you got a kid giving everything he has to try and get by, into a wheelchair by himself or we're holding dead weight where they're putting one foot or we strap them to our own feet and we walk with them the empowerment of it you i uh, what kind of uh, come on you know what i mean yeah,
0: he's got and so
1: this is what you these are probably the stories you guys hear on a daily right of what people's lives are yeah and,
2: you know what? oh my god thank you for sharing. i definitely would love to connect with Ryan i mean it sounds great and here, here, here's what it sounds like to me, spiritual fitness survivor. How to turn your struggles into strength. So this is our our, our book where people write a story, 1,500 words, and they share their story. And then this is typically the first step. If somebody's scared to write a book, 1,500 words, we can help you do that. Then they take these 1,500 words in a chapter along with others. This particular one has 22 others. And then once they feel the success and they go, Oh my God, people are reading my story. Then they go on and they do what you're doing. You went straight from, you went right to it. But typically that's how people do it. You know, you wrote, you're writing your own book.
1: Yes. You know, that's interesting. We hadn't, I, I, I didn't really realize that the spiritual fitness survivor is a way to have, which is awesome, right? To have all these little stories into one book. It's kind of like, uh. Mm -hmm. What's that what's that call for the soul? Uh, it's for, for the soul, right? Can't feel. Right. Same type of 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 idea, I guess, Is that. I, I hadn't thought about it, but yeah. I just feel and you know, once I do things and I kind of kind of ready to push forward, I want people to know that you know the re- one of the reasons I had you guys on is just because I know first of all, I know you're a real couple, right? You're a real uh you you got there's going to be marriage struggles there's going to be business struggles and then you make it work no matter what right you know right just like i said you put your goal ahead of your mood I love that. by the end of the day right I use it in
2: coaching like all it. right
1: sounds good sounds good and uh and so i think the same thing when this book thing comes along and uh i believe this and you guys will end with this and now I, i'm going to have each of you uh, you know kind of g- give your thought on it but in life we try. We get coaches for everything, right? Hmm. If you really want to be excel into your field, you need a good coach that's going to be by your side. So, if you're playing baseball, you need, and you want to bat better, you get yourself a batting coach. Unfortunately, in our world, I think uh, we never had a financial coach. As young people, they didn't teach us that in school, right? They taught us, uh, you know, lessons on on the on the mat or on the field, but they didn't really have. A financial coach, which I really wish I had when I was 17 years old, because I would be a multimillionaire today if I had a financial coach. Can you imagine the little spoon feeding like you're talking about right here? Hey, man, just put $75 a month away at 18. Yeah. See what happens when you're 60. Mm. Right. And what, watch how compound interest works for you, not against you. It works against you on credit cards. Yeah. It works for you in investments. Right. And so never learned that, never had a coach. Mm-hmm. So to write a book, I mean, I think it's so overwhelming that people are like, I, where where do I start? Because it already messes my brain up. Right. It fries my brain. I don't even lay, I lay in bed at night going, OK, which direction do I go for crying out loud? Do I talk about your death? And, and that's what we talk about, you know, and the lessons I've learned. Or do I talk about Ego, where I was just a dickhead, and uh, you know, and my ego overtook my my bearings. Where do I start? And I think that's what I want to talk about, you guys, on on how you guys coach. You know, if there's women out there, Daniela, that you feel have a story, and uh, what that looks like, and that you know, it's I, trust me, I made an investment with you guys, one hundred percent, and it was it was a thought process. After my first one, I said, "This is hiring a coach." And I'm going to hire this coach, and uh, you you know to say that one day that I'm going to be a uh, by January the book will be best selling is what mm-hmm. we're going for a best selling mm-hmm. book, and you have the formula to make it work. Yep. Can you put a price tag on that investment? Mm-hmm. No, because it's it's like a black belt. When you invest to get your black belt. The simple fact that you put a black belt around your waist, you will put that on every resume and college application that you have ever done because it intrigues people. What do you mean you're a black belt? Because they think about two things. Either, A, you're super well-disciplined, or you can kick someone's ass. I mean, that's what people think, Right. right? Right. And they coincide with each other. They're like, you went through the thing to get a black belt? and. So that's what I feel uh, this is the same thing like. I mean, how do you put a price tag on it when I get to say up and say, hey, and then I get to talk about my coach, right? That's the whole thing It's like a martial arts school, right? Hey, these are my coaches, man. This is power couple over here. You, you know, you, you hook up, you do what you're going to do and see, see how it goes. You know what I mean? So why don't you, uh, why don't you guys decide on, on, on give the last kind of minute to you guys on what, what your thought process is on that?
2: and thank you and i want to just say i want danielle to comment on this everything you've added about the value but look what happened the legacy part and i i i'm a little touched because tell them what happened to this author right here ah uh, yeah jessica
3: bustamante um we met her through uh, a, a, another mutual friend and she had an amazing story she had i believe seven or eight different kinds of cancer And eight years prior, the doctor had told her, you know, she had like months to live. So she stopped all traditional treatment, everything, and did all that, like, went totally holistic. And, you know, at the time we met her, it was already eight years. She was, you know, she had her book. She had another book out, Cancer Void, which we have. And then she joined us in the third edition of Spiritual Fitness Survivor and shared her story in that and went bestseller. She was always, you know, on podcasts and sharing her message. She was such a, just a beautiful person. And then, you know, cancer came back. Uh, I wanna say, God, it's probably three or four months ago now. And unfortunately, like she tried the holistic thing again. She even tried traditional treatment again because she's just like, I have to give it a shot. But she passed away and it was just so heartbreaking to lose like somebody like that, that we were so close to, you know, and, but you know what, she left the legacy. That's the important thing. Like Mark started off with, you know, I want to leave a legacy for my kids. If you don't share your story, somebody else will, and it will not be the way you would tell it. So there's never a right time. We have people that say, I'm not ready right now. Maybe next year, maybe next year, you're not going to be here. You know, Mm -hmm. and I've already experienced uh, from my uh, real quickly, what happened to me many years ago, I've heard, you know, somebody came to me actually in the family not too long ago and said, Danielle, I heard this, 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 I said, really, well, let me tell you the truth. You know, had I not shared my story and not been here, you know what I mean? And it's not so much like, we're going to care what other people think. But you know what? When it is our story and facts and what we want people to know about us and how, you know, I want my grandson to grow up and be like, hey, you know, read my book and say, wow,
2: my grandma was a strong woman.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Great. Amelia, what you got to end with that?
2: Yeah, brother. Uh, yeah, just I co-sign everything my wife said, and I thank you for this opportunity, Mark, to really share this. And again, if you're not sharing your story, somebody else will. It's kind of like whisper down the lane, right? And then all of a sudden, uh, we, we do this in our, in our groups real quickly. We'll get four or five people. And just to prove the point about why you should have your story, I'll say Emilio likes hot dog with lots of relish. By the time it comes back, Emilio's a vegan.
0: You
2: know, right. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, so yeah. I, honestly, you got to share your story, Mark. And I'm so proud of you and we're going to do yes. right by you. Uh, and so um, thank you for trusting us. That's how I want to end this. Thank you for trusting us. Yeah, and you're you. going to be so surprised.
1: Yeah, it's good. So this has been, and uh, we went a little bit over an hour. Hope you don't mind. Hope I didn't infringe on your time, but mm-hmm. I wanted, this is uh, important. I wanted to get some fun stuff out of the, out of the way and, and, and some real life stuff, but bring it back home to what you guys really do and to, uh, help people uh, bring their bring their stories to life. I mean, I'm not going to lie, man. It's pretty stoked when you see a book cover going. Wow, this thing is starting to happen, you know. And we've had some back and forth. I'm like, bro, man. I I said, do I have an ego? I, I do I? Why should I put a picture of myself like this, man? And you know, because it. I mean, it kind of weighs on me. I'm like, man, I don't want to be some egotistical dick. You know what I mean? I'm just not. It's not in my my. I don't want that. And and then being coached through you and the other people that you have working in the network, it was uh, definitely, you know, I can start feeling as starting to be real now. You know what I mean? So, man,
2: can you tell people your book? Go for the it, title? Man. I
1: it, Yeah. Well, I've started telling everybody that beyond the mat is what I'm. What Ooh. I've done. I've talked about this for a long time. Taking what you learn on the mat, because the mat is a weird thing, man. It does not give rat's ass about your color, creed, religion, sexual orientation or nothing. It does not lie. It does not care about your feelings. It Mm. is the mat. But what it will do, it will reveal your character real quick. Mm. And so either you got good character or you got stuff to polish up on and the mat doesn't lie. And once you get it out there, you take these lessons learned and you apply it to life outside. That is beyond the mat. And there is a life beyond the mat if you can take what you learn in martial arts and put it on the outside and then become a warrior that be, you know, uh, I, I said this last time a warrior is one that builds a more peaceful world and they start by changing themselves. And that's how they change the world is one at a time. And I just, I thought, you know, I'm, and then I find a coach that's going to uh, take me to take me where I want to get, you know what I mean? And, so I'm, and not to mention, I get to go to Philadelphia because I don't know if you guys know this about me. Rocky is my go. I must have seen it a thousands of times. OK, yep. <laughs> I saw it in a drive in theater when it first came out. I remember like it was yesterday. Very first Rocky and Rocky, the original Rocky and Rocky Balboa. Those are my two favorites out of this series yeah. is the original Rocky, I, even on an airplane. You know, Rocky plays a lot on the old movies on airplanes. I watch it every single time. <laughs> Uh, it's just one of those things that's just a grit, Classic. nothing to what he is. And so to go to Philadelphia when I get out there for this book thing, I can't wait to do that. Yes. And so I'm looking forward to to what that is. So I, I appreciate the coaching and stuff like that. I will, guys, just so you know, anybody else is listening right now or if you're going to be on the podcast, I will have the audio version of this, guys, for you guys a little bit later today. It'll be a link. You'll be on my website and um, the audio podcast so people can just go click on it, it, it whether they listen in Spotify, Apple. The, I'm on all the podcasting uh, platforms. They can go and subscribe if they want. But there'll be a link for you, and anybody can just kind of listen to your, your podcast. You guys will be able to share that wherever. Uh, listen to uh the stories that we we talked about today or then come back and look at the video too on youtube if that's how people like to look at things but i started as an audio podcaster it's what i really like because i listen to audio podcasts so much i listen to a lot of people and i enjoy them when i'm driving and so that'll be out there you guys do keep seeing this Buy uh, me a buymeacoffee.com and listen that's how you can support this show uh i don't really do a lot of advertising per se yet um as I'm just kind of bringing material to everybody. So this is a way that if you guys want to support a little bit or we can keep up with the equipment and stuff like that because it is an expense, you know, websites are expense and everything else. So that's how we do it. Uh, Power Couple, uh, Danielle and, and Emilio, I'm looking forward to spending some time face-to-face a little bit with you guys once I get out there. Yeah. If I can make it happen uh, before that January, I'm going to do it. I travel to Georgia next month and – Okay. I'm kind of playing with the idea of kind of come out there before we do it. I want to see, you know, I kind of like having the lay of the land and I like to look around and, yeah. and see all that kind of stuff. Maybe I'll bring one of my children with me or, or, cat will come with me. One of the two and we'll come out and, <laughs> uh, and, and visit you guys. Sound good.
2: We're, we'll rearrange awesome. our schedule for you. We'll rearrange our schedule for you. If you come down and we can even do Rocky together. Rocky step.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, that's yeah. awesome. We'll,
2: we'll take you over Philly, brother. And before all I forget right. only, we never mentioned it. The co-author network info at gmail.com. If anyone wants to get a hold of us again, co-author network info at gmail.com.
1: Yeah. So what we'll do as a matter of fact, uh, Daniela, while you're sitting, I don't know if you're on your phone or whatever, post that in the comment real quick before we end. Okay. And uh, so it's on there all the time on the post on the podcast. I will have this guys. Uh, You know, I, I kind of uh, made the bio a little bit more extensive on my website though. Will be your co-author stuff too for for everybody if they want to get a hold of you and and how to do that. And anybody that's listening, if you want, if you're looking for a coach to kind of take you to the next level on what it looks like to to write a book, uh, I I would encourage you to have the virtual coffee chat and make those decisions for yourself. And then uh, I'm always available for uh, any kind of uh, feedback that people want to know with me working with you guys. Sound good?
2: Awesome. Hey,
0: You've been listening to Real Talk with Mark Cox. Real life, real topics, real conversation. We're passionate about motivation, fitness, self-defense, weight loss.